Amen. Welcome to Studying in the Word with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. And with me, I have uh, sisters Patricia Carter, Arlesa Douglas, Nicole Carter, brothers Patrick Douglas, and Brylon Douglas. Good evening, everybody. Amen. Amen. Sister Arlesa, if you could pray. If you could pray. Yes, ma'am. Dear Lord, thank you for letting all of us gather on this line with everyone. Thank you for blessing our loved ones and our families. Thank you for being our anchor in this world. We put all how to save and bless here. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Brother Brylon Douglas. Amen. Praise God. Brother Patrick Douglas. Amen. 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 Sister Patricia Carter. Welcome to Studying in the Word with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. Praise God. Today is August the 3rd, 2022. I have uh, sisters Patricia Carter, Nicole Carter, Arlesa Douglas, and brothers Patrick and Brian Douglas. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Amen. Amen. Uh, as we were just going over our study today. Um, I asked the question, why are the people of God under attack? And what was the answer, everybody? Um, I heard uh, Mm-hmm. In the world and the day-to-day life of different people. Yes, yes. And because the people of God has favor. The people of God has favor. Um, we're going to turn our Bibles to the first chapter of Job. And 
as I was saying earlier, I just love all the scriptures of, of the Bible and um, all the books of the Bible. And I just, I, I really love the testimony of Job, you know, and um, when we start reading, um, you'll see. In verses uh, one through three of Job, in the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and had 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. See, Job's light was shining. And as I shared with you all, in the midst of his shining light, not only the people around him and all of the East and probably even people from the West, North, and South heard or have witnessed the favor of God upon Job, our brother Job, but the adversary saw him shining. And we have to remember, even in the midst of Job's shining and favor, he too had trials and tribulations, especially behind closed doors. And you see later in Job, the character of his, his wife, and then you'll see his 10 children was, was struggling with some things. So, you know, this is a testimony. Some people of the world, they, they, they have this thing to where they judge people of anointing based on how their children act. But that can only be taken into consideration when you're dealing with elders and different other uh, high titles within the church and, and, and spiritual and religious organization. But we are just talking in the context of uh, Christians, normal Christians. Just because a person's children is acting a, a certain way, or even you get some parents that are worldly and the children are religious and mature you know so when we look in verses uh before i go forward in verses four and five uh are there any questions any thoughts anyone no not right now okay okay sister pat no amen amen uh sister nicole Oh, okay. Uh, Brother Brylin? Okay. And Brother Patrick? Any thoughts? Nothing. Amen. Any thoughts, Sister Nicole, so far? Uh, my father died, Pastor. Oh. So, yeah, so I was going to use uh, mom's car, but I, um, I'm in my car because I don't have a 
phone charger in her car, but what was the, the I thought, what were we talking about, like, um, why did say to tax us, and you said because we are about chosen people, or? Exactly, the reason why the people of God were under attack is because we have favor, we found favor in the eyes of God. You see, one of Satan's tactics is he loves to oppose the light, the children of the light, the children of God. See, Adam and Eve, after they were married by God, Genesis, okay? I believe that's found in Genesis chapter 2, and I, I'm going to locate that in a minute. Um they had God's favor. They, Adam and Eve had God's favor. And Satan didn't like that. So what did he do? He went and he manipulated the truth that they would not die in that very day. He told Eve they will not die in that very day. But 1,000 years to us, is one day to Jehovah God, one day to Almighty God. So I believe Adam lived to be 900 and something, which is short of a thousand uh, years, which is short of a day. Um, now I'm looking... Um, And uh, when we go back to the book of Genesis, the latter part in verse 20, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God, God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with, with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. This is verse 25. So we see the marriage ceremony that God had gave favor to Adam and Eve. And uh, that's why in some uh, marriages, you see the husband and the wife share their own particular nuptials. This was taken back in the book of Genesis. You know, and clearly, uh, if anybody have any questions, were they married? Yes, they were married. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. So we see here in Genesis chapter 2, it, it clearly states in, in verse 25, but we could also uh, go forward all the way to the latter part of verse 20. So when we... Uh, go forward back into the book of Job. Uh, I want to read verses uh, four through five. And this scriptures talks about spiritual war warfare in the home. 
sometimes we may feel as though we can confront uh, the spirit or whatever, but it's good to pray. Plead the blood over your household. Plead the blood and pray over your children. Job, who found favor, and according to God himself said, Job was an uprighteous man. None, none could compare to Job. Okay. Verses four and five. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthday. And they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. So here in these scriptures too, what I want us to focus and learn from. In the Bible, it talks about sinning by thought, word, and deed. We all sin by thought, word, and deed. And the Bible talks about the heart. Throughout the Bible, if, if you pay close attention, it talks about the heart. It talks about the person who says one thing and does another. That's why God says he searches the heart. He searches our heart. Sometimes people will sit up here and profess that they love the Lord, but their actions is differently. God helps people. God genuinely wants us to succeed. God chases who he loves. In today's system of things, it has come to be to where people have become so fashioned with opposing their spiritual brother and sister and appeasing the flesh and becoming lovers of money that they have forgot about pleading the blood over themselves, pleading the blood over their family, pleading the blood over their concerns. And we see this in the book of Job, where Job was shining, he was blessed. And he did not, he did not turn his back on his children. He knew they probably was doing something wrong. But he didn't turn his back on them. As you can see here, he he shared his wealth with his family. So in these five scriptures, I, I, I want you to get these things and then I'm going to let you all speak. Um. One, yes, we can have favor from God and we can deal with spiritual warfare in our communities, at our jobs, and in our own homes. 
okay? Sometimes we could be going through something where our kids is going through something and or our parents or our parents going through something and we say, God, what am I doing wrong? I praise you. I go to church. I tithe. I'm, I'm genuinely doing what I need to do. Or so I should, what am I not doing? What is this? My parents are out here doing that. Or flip it, my kids is out here doing that. Know that it's spiritual warfare. And you have found favor in God's eyes. And now it is time to plead the blood. Any any thoughts, anyone? I don't have any um, at this time. Okay, amen. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would just say you you see it. You know, you see that you do uh, find favor in God, and you know sometimes we think about what all that happened to us as a curse or is a punishment from God. But what it is, 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 is God has uh, found favor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, what we have and, and um, what, we, what we are. And one thing I can say, like you said, you know, man can take things away. But God, God is never going to take anything away. And if he does take something away, he's going to replace it with something better. So you never... It's going to have anything that is uh, not by the God. You know, it's going to be of him. Amen. Amen. That's right. That is right. That is so, right. I don't know why people get so caught up in saying, you know, uh, I uh, love the Lord like I do all the time. But then turn around, something happens. I'm like, oh, Lord. So what am I going to do? You know, Satan is at my back. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'm glad for having to me today because a lot of times I forget. And I'll be honest, I forget. Because I'm thinking to my stupid show that this is going to be okay. And it's not. It's not. You know, I have to get to God and let him take care of it and move mm-hmm. myself out the way. And know that what I'm going through is a test. And that test can be a testimony. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, my sister. Amen. 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 And you know, that's a testimony. And there's nothing like finding strength at the end of the storm. Now, this is, I I call the preface of of spiritual warfare after the favor. And you'll see, even when we go back in the book of uh, uh, Matthew, I believe it is, when Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, Jesus found favor in the eyes of God as the Holy Spirit ascended above his head as a dove. And then the Holy Spirit also led 
Jesus into the wilderness to be tested. So if our King Jesus has to go with tests by God, so shall we. Now, one thing I want to uh, uh, iterate before I, I go on to this, and I, I will come back to this subject. You will see some people take that and run with it. Some people have a God complex. Some people will say that they are testing the spirits, but really they're allowing the adversary to tempt the people. See, I have a firm belief that which is imperfect cannot test what is imperfect. God will test the people. Now it says in the scriptures, and I'm going to pull that up about testing the spirits and different things like that. Are you testing the spirits based on ungodly gossip? Or are you testing the spirits because the Holy Spirit has led you? Now that's a little food for thought. Going back to the book of Job, chapter one, I'm going to uh, read verses six through 12. This is six through 12. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord. Now this is in heaven, everybody. And Satan also came with them. So we have to look at this. In the middle of, of, of the adversary, everything he didn't do, he didn't cause mischief up in, in heaven, you know, to where God had to throw him out altogether. And that's later down the line. But even after the adversary became, well, when Lucifer became the adversary and the devil because of his opposition and lies, he still was allowed up in the meeting of God in heaven. And we go back. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear for nothing, Satan replied? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hand so that his flocks and his herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, very well. Very well then. Everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And we are going to get back to that after this break. I want y'all to meditate on those scriptures. We will be right back with studying the word. 
with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. Hello, everyone. I'm Arlessa, and I'm here to tell you about something important. It's our Behind Closed Doors ministry, Shoes Off Our Feet, Clothes Off Our Backs, third annual clothing and school giveaway. It's a free event. Games, activities, free food, free clothing, and fun. When you say it's September 24th, 2022, from 12 p.m. until 5 p.m. Where are you ask? It's in Hardy Park of Hubbard, Ohio. It's in Pavilion Number One. The address is 249 Roosevelt Drive, Hubbard, Ohio. 44425. Again, the address is 249 Roosevelt Drive, Hubbard, Ohio, 44425. Hope to see you there. Welcome back to Studying in the Word. Yes, amen, everybody. Amen. Uh, where we left off, uh, we had read the uh, the first chapter of Job, verses 6 through 12, uh, where we see Job had the hedge of protection around his household and everything. And Satan despised that. You know, Satan is accusing Job in having an ulterior motive and worshiping the Lord because Satan had an ulterior motive. So we have to pay attention to people who always are insinuating someone has an ulterior motive. And I'm going to go there because I'm about to put the devil on blast. With my ministry, you know, there was the insinuation of uh, having the benefit dinner, that I had an ulterior motive. The clothing giveaway, there's an ulterior motive. You know what? Satan could go straight to hell with that because it's Satan and those that insinuate that there's an ulterior motive and there's not, that's their own thing. You know, and I just personally pray for people like that because when you come face to face with God, your insinuations and your ulterior motives, uh, you're going to have to go into accountability for that. But we see that's one of Satan's tactics is the insinuation and the accusation of a person loving and worshiping God. Shame on him. Shame on him. So I, I want each of you to, to take personal, personal, personal a personal look at, at this, you know, and, and this is even for my own sons and daughter, for my mother, for my sister. When we have found favor, no, people around us can see that. We are all made of flesh. And flesh leaves room for error. So people will say, 
you know what? She has this as an education. And this is the only reason why she serves God. Oh, she's just serving God because she has this house. If, if you, I was working, making really good money. And the adversarian people, they thought if they took my job away, that I would lose my house and everything else. And it took me time to realize that. It took time that people allow the adversary to use them as puppets. But as we later study the book of Job, we will see that after the rain comes the shine and the shine becomes even brighter. So I say this to my sons and my daughter who were at jobs and people would do things and say things to make them feel uncomfortable. And then it's time that they leave that place and God has shined upon them even brighter while the stagnant people are there where they're at. And the same thing with you, Sister Nicole. You know, there's people that they're around you because you had you had an income you were able to take right. people out to dinner they didn't have to foot the bill right. they could take those right. trips they don't have to foot the bill you know and, and, and it becomes a comfort zone and, and now yeah. sometimes we are not broken down for a punishment or anything like that. But we have to see the snakes in the grass. Yeah. See, sometimes we gotta, we gotta, that, see, the hedge of protection never moves. It never moves because the devil could only do so much. But sometimes we gotta, yeah. we, sometimes we gotta feel the heat from the desert. To, to embrace and, 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 and appreciate the glass of water. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen, Pastor. You know, that's nobody but God. And God talks to me. God, you know, there's a lot of things that I am working on in myself. In myself. And, and when, I, when I talk about that is I, I have an animosity towards liars and people who try to provoke a person to anger. I, I have a strong animosity for that. I have a strong animosity for those that try to insinuate because a person goes through depression, there's something wrong. Okay, well then, like y'all blame Jesus. People accuse Jesus. Depression is not a sign of the devil. Depression is a sign of strength. Job, as we later will see, suffered from depression. Jesus went through about a depression. Jesus cried. Yeah, yeah. So what are y'all trying to say, hypocrites? 
The devil is busy doing nothing. Doing nothing. You know, but the beauty of it is God's going to remove those curtains from those that accuse the brethren, those that lie on the brethren, those that insinuate things about the brethren. God Almighty is going to expose them for what they are and what they're doing behind those closed doors. And I, and as we come here, I just want you guys to remember, especially in these, 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 these uh, verses here between 6 and 12, you know, Satan, if you, if you look closely at verses 9 and 11, Satan is a jealous entity. What listen when when Satan is 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 speaking, well I call it chatter. When he's chattering, he does Joe fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household? Going down. You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and his herds are spread throughout the land. That's jealousy right there. You hear what you see what I'm saying? That's jealousy right there. And a lot of these people out here don't even see it. When you got people, how she get this? She don't work nowhere. She had a house. She had a pool. She I work three and four jobs and I don't got that. That's that's the devil talking. Quit doing the devil's task and maybe you will get blessed how she put her child through private school how she uh pay that house no how she get all them cars a jaguar rover uh uh uh, uh this how she do that how she do that i i got a husband and i work all this overtime and i don't have that maybe if you quit doing the devil's tasks, you will receive God's blessing. We putting the devil on, on blast tonight because I'm about fed up with him. Uh, any thoughts right now? I want to keep, you know, reflecting, but I'm like, I look happy. 
know, um, some people said, you know, like you lay across the street, your house got mold on it, or, you know, getting old, the taxpayers are saying, this is a list needs to be fixed. But even though things need to be fixed, I was content in my house, you know. I was content with my life. I, I was doing okay. I wouldn't say great because I still, you know, struggled with, you know, like you said, depression and stuff like that. But I was doing okay. And then this hit, you know, last year. And then on top of that, losing my job. And on top of that, losing my dog. So it's like a lot of stuff happened back to back to back. And like the joke, of course, I don't have no comparison with him. You know, um, you have a, a more comparison with him has to lose a child because anything that I have had, that didn't cause those to um, unquote. Okay, and lie on that ground outside. Mm-hmm. And when he lost his seven kids, that's when he couldn't take it. That's when he said, naked I came in this world, naked I shall be God giving, God taken away. You know, so when I look at that, some people say, Yeah, you know, look at it. She don't deserve this stuff. I'm glad this happened to her. Maybe this happened to her because she was still stuck on the timber to me. But I just know, you know, I'm going to still be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's certain things that won't be there when, when, when I'm back. And like I said, the main thing is, 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 you know, caramel. So, I mean, the other things, you know, some of the pictures, some other family pictures I've lost forever. But I'm here. Mm-hmm. And my other dog is here. I'm here for a reason. And I won't let Satan tell me that I don't deserve to be here, and I won't let Satan tell me that my family uh, is not there for me. They might not be there for me in person, but they're praying for me. I remember when Robert looked at my house, uh, this was a couple months ago, and he said, oh, this is your house going to get back together. It's looking good on the outside. Mm-hmm. Those are, like you said, after, those are words of Right, That's right. We're bringing up. Like, like Ma always says with her Eastern star, you only look at your sister when you're helping her up. You know, that's the only time you look down. But then you get to people that say, oh yeah, girls, you know, I'm here for you. Let, let me see what you need. Oh, you mean like, you ain't saying you broke, broke. You say broke, broke, broke. I say, mm-hmm. yeah. And just real quick, I called his brother, but this guy, Corey Kim, he owns um, a couple of businesses Because one thing a leper will not do is change 
they might talk a little different, they might watch a little different, but the common denominator, I don't need to say the word, uh, rap pastor, and like or or not, pass the nice way of stuff. And the crack crack is up, and a rock crack is up, and stuff. I wasn't That's right. That, <laughs> That's yeah. right. That is so, 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 and you know what? God will uh, remove people from your life. That's that's not supposed to be, that is not supposed to walk that walk with you. You know, he would do that. You know, he would do that. And it's a blessing. Sometimes you know, it used to be, it, it, it used to sting, you know, it used to sting, you know, about uh, having to say goodbye, you know, to people, oh, they my friend, they my friend. Now, when God exposes them, it, I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. It's like, bye, but you know what? If it's a lot situation, you know, Lot and uh, Abraham, you know, where they, they got along really good and then they started quarreling and then, you know, hey, they came back together. Sometimes that sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you need a break so you can work on your things, they can work on their things. But other times, you know, it's like you got to come up from, up from them. You know, nobody has the right to disturb your peace. Nobody has the right to 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 harm or make you feel uncomfortable you know nobody has the right because they don't have something for you to try to take it away from somebody else that that worked and that saw a goal you know work for your own legacy you know what i'm saying how about that and, and that's another thing you know and when I read the word of God, he shows and he manifests what life is supposed to be like. You know, Satan, because he considered himself supreme and beautiful, he felt he deserved all of God's glory. He felt he was higher than God because he was so superficial and so vain. You know what I'm saying? It is time that we as a people, and that's why this pandemic is not going anywhere. We have the monkeypox. We have more and more people contracting all kinds of diseases from all fashions of life. God is talking. It's time that we close our mouths, close our, our eyes, and, and hear what he has to say. Um... Before I read verses 13 uh, through 13, you know what, before I read the last uh, verses 13 through 22, are there any uh, concerns, I mean, any thoughts, any uh, input? Okay. Now going to uh, back to chapter one, verses 13 through 22. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the older brother's house, 
a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were gazing nearby and the Sabines attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants. And I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another manager, a messenger came and said, the Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the older brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground and worshiped and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. And we will come back with thoughts after the message. On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for some things? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Amen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as we just read the book of Job chapter one, uh, verses 13 through 22. We saw here about Job enduring such catastrophic uh, 
events, uh, spiritual warfare, and the low down, dirty, evil things that the adversary does to try to break us. He attacks our health issues. He attacks everything. And anybody out there that's dealing with any type of, of, of health issues, depression, whatever, it's not you, it's the adversary. He's trying to break you. He's trying to make you curse God. That's what he's trying to do, people. He will tear your house down to try to make you curse God. He will put children against the parent, parent against the children to try to curse God. He will pit friend against friend to try to curse God. He will try to put husband against wife, wife against husband to curse God. And we have to think about the situations that we're going through. Are we being put in a situation to where we are trying to be separated from God? Or are we in a situation we, where we are being set apart to keep God first. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to that uh, scripture in just a moment. Before I go there, uh, anybody have any thoughts? Amen. Speak our lesson. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? If you decide, just like anything, you decide a country, you decide a family, you can conquer. You, you know, when you have people united is harder to destroy them. And I see more of a Tuesday. You do see families and communities are not like they used to be. You do see families against each other or, you know, and divide. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not a good thing because when people are not trying to work things out, you see like mother against daughter, daughter against, you know, mother and Alone. 
He'll always be. God won't. He'll leave you. But you got to know the Lord and come to the Lord and ask for his help. Amen. You got to sincerely repent of what you've done and come and ask the Lord. You have to know there is the Lord and you have to believe that. And some of them don't. Then everybody don't want to. Everybody don't want to. I think some people do know there is the Lord, but they just don't want to turn that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the reason, but they don't want to turn to it. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame. It is. Because I do believe, some people do believe there is a God. They know there's one only true God. But for whatever reason, they want to do what they do. You know what? You are so right. You are so right. And um, and and you know what? And I want to go to 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 something uh, what I uh, touched on earlier is we have to ask ourselves: Are we trying to be pitted against one another in the aspect um, where we are operating? outside of the body in Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Or are we being set apart to operate inside the body of Christ? And I just want to explain uh, this. When we go to the book of Matthew, that's the book of Matthew, chapter 10, and uh, verses 34 through 39. Well, no, we're going to read 42. So that's 34 through 40, and that's Matthew chapter 10. The Bible that I am reading out of today is the Holman Rainbow Study Bible, which is the NIV uh, text. And it reads Matthew 10, 34 through uh, 40. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. Now, this is Jesus talking. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, a man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Now we see this with Job. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. We see Job loved the Lord more than even himself. More than his kids, more than his wife, more than his friends. Job loved God Almighty. Okay, now this is Jesus talking in, in the book of Matthew 10, verses 38. Whosoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me 
welcomes the one who sent me. Now he's talking about God Almighty. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Okay? Now I say that uh, in the order of the Trinity. I, I'm a full believer. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. I believe in the operation. I believe in the Trinity. Okay? And when we look at that, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. What is a cross? What is a cross? The cross is whatever tribulation that you have went through for that to be a testimony. You see, the disciples took up that cross and followed God. Some of us is holding on to the crutch. What is the crutch? A crutch could be a relationship. A crutch, a crutch could be uh, an ego. The crutch could even be your fashion of sin. Alcohol, uh, sex, uh, whatever. That could also be a crutch. Judging, that could be a crutch. Some people are so busy judging other people and not, because remember, I was just on the phone with somebody uh, last week and they said, we are called to judge rightly. Now there's difference in judging than judging uh, rightly. Judging is like what we were talking about uh, earlier where people are coming up with these insinuations. Oh, she's doing this for ulterior motive. You know? And we see in Zechariah chapter 3, a case of judging. Satan with his sin self is talking about Joshua is not called to preach because his clothes was dirty. That's the type of judging. The judging is people that were ready to pick up those stones and stone Mary Magdalene to death. But Jesus judged her rightly in saying, go away and sin some more. Sin no more. Sin no more. So it, that's why whatever we do, we have to pray and we have to read the scripture in the word because the adversary manipulates the word. He does. And sometimes the adversary will have us so out there where we figure we're doing the work of God, but we like the Pharisees and Sadducees doing the work of the enemy. And sometimes the conflict in our houses is like Job in, in, in the case here in Matthew. We are being set apart to operate in the body of Christ. Now, this is the year of a lot of open and, and closed doors. And again, we got to pray on it. We got to pray on it. We got to pray on every move we make, every decision. We got to close the doors and, and a lot of things. That is not, that's interceding, that's interceding with our ability to take up our cross and follow Jesus. So 
okay? And, and, and going back to the topic of depression, depression is an evil spirit that tries to intercede with your relationship with God. But just because this ill spirit taunts you does not mean that you don't love God. You plead the blood over yourself. And I speak against the evil uh, uh, spirits. I, I, I literally, when I feel myself going into depression, I tell the devil, get away from me. Because I'm getting out this bed. I'm doing what God wants me to do. I, I was playing a song today. And I said, these, these two songs is off of the Beyonce Renaissance album. You know, and, and the one song is Cozy. And it talks about loving yourself. You know, and it talks about being broke and then being up, being down and then being up. It's, it's a real album. I don't care what nobody's saying. You know, and, and, and we have to find that empowerment song that's speaking to us, speaking to our trials and tribulations that we can move forward. It could even be maybe a TV show. We have to stay encouraged in the word, word. We have to be surrounded by God's people. And, and we, we have to be slow to speak and slow to anger. You understand? Um, also, uh, uh, next week, Bible study, we're going to pick up in chapter two of Job, which this is when all the other things that the adversary did against Job, he attacks his health issues. So I want to bring this up because, you know, the devil is just, he's just disgusting. People want to say because of certain health issues or whatever people are uh, going through, whatever. No, we see sometimes that is the case. Sometimes it might be punishment uh, against what that person did. I don't know. But we're talking in the aspect of, of when we find favor in the eyes of the Lord. You know, and we see in chapter two, two of Job where Job is afflicted with sores and all kinds of things. But then we go back to the book of Exodus, which we'll, we'll be getting into that next week where we see these afflictions were brought on by God because they didn't let the Israelites free. So that's why it's very imperative that we study the word and recognize the sign. And I talk about this in our book, Thinking Outside the Plantation. Ray, recognizing, abolishing, okay? Ignoring and desisting, okay? We have to use that strategy in everything that we do because we are under attack. Uh, any thoughts? No, nothing. Thank you. Okay. So we had a homework assignment for today. However, I'm carrying it over for next week because I want more and more people to, to be able to have their assignment together. Um, 
and I'm going to uh, ask Sister Pat if she could, uh, or Sister Nicole, if they can uh, share what the assignment is. And, uh, and next week, we are going to continue with Job chapter 2. We're also going to look in the book of Exodus um, in, in the 10 plagues. And then we're going to uh, go into Genesis chapter 3. So Genesis chapter 3, the book of Exodus, and uh, Job chapter 2 are our reading assignments for next week. Uh, Sister Pat, do you have the other homework assignment? Yeah, that was uh, Job chapter 2 and what else, Exodus? Yes, yes, I'm going to get the exact chapter in that uh with the um the ten plagues oh that's it thank you sister pat so everybody see that uh hear that uh if that is that the one with i'm i'm gonna turn it right there and thank you sister uh pat yes it is it is actually, let me see, the eighth plague. Um, so it starts seven. So uh, if you guys can read Exodus chapter seven through, through 11, seven through 11, Exodus chapter seven through 11. <laughs> Who's that laughing? Somebody, I used to complain about the homework somebody else's now. What? Uh, you know what? Uh, brothers, I don't hear a peep from brothers Patrick, Brian, or Sister Alessa. I hear him now. Amen. 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 Praise God. So I'm going to write this down in my little uh, teacher book I got. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. So that's our, our study assignments for next week. Uh, and let's see. Sister Nicole, if you could pray us out. Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to today. about how we are attacked, I think. And we
Um, there's some other projects that um, I'm working on and to God be glorified. So we will see one another next week. I'm trying to set to a day um, in time. Um, now that I have everybody on here, how does Wednesdays at seven o'clock uh, sound to you all? Okay, so Wednesdays at seven. Okay, amen. So we will see you all back at seven. And uh, please, uh, everybody, uh, don't hang up just yet because I started recording this late. So I'm going to have uh, Sister Pat and Arlessa and uh, brothers uh, Pat and Brylin, uh pray as well. God bless you all, and may the Lord be with you. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen.